Okay, here we go. Parshas Pinchas, Tavshin Pei Beis. Today's year should be Lerufu Shalema, my mother, Imi Morasi, Chanasara Basmalka, who needs Lerufu Shalema. Okay, Parshas Pinchas. We start off with the beginning, beginning of the parsha. Vayidaber Hashem Moshelimor. Hashem says to Moshe, Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron Hakohen. Pinchas, the son of Elazar, the son of Aaron Hakohen, gives the whole lineage. Heishev is Chamasi me'abanei Yisrael. He turned back my anger. And Rashi already notes, as we know, Pinchas, why did he give the whole lineage? The Shvatim were making fun of him after he took the law into his own hands and he and he stopped the, the terrible Chil Hashem going on, but it doesn't matter. The Shvatim were making fun of him and disgracing him. Have you seen this Ben Puti Shepitim Avi Agimo Agal Mavodazara? Right from his uh, from one of the sides of his lineage comes from Yisro the Harag Nasi Sheva Yisrael and he killed a Nasi <laughs> and they were making fun. Look where he came from and this is what he did. That's why the pasuk mentions Aaron Akohen. A little, a little unusual, you know, that the, he did what was right. What they were saying, oh, how could he have done such a thing? Nobody else did it. So what exactly is the emphasis of this, of this bizayon that, that he was, um, he was involved in? So if you look in the, in the Sari Alafim, again, the rough from Chicago that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, um, we'll look at his words again. He has a number of questions, a number of questions, uh, before he has the ultimate answer. Right? Don't we see? They saw the plague stopped. So, so what exactly were they were they making making fun of him? He helped them. Also, so how does it help that he mentioned Aaron Akoin in the in the Everybody knew that he was from Aaron Akoin. So, well, what exactly was the the message of of the pasuk saying this? They knew who his grandfathers were on both sides. They knew he was from Yisro. They were focusing on that one. So, the fact that the Torah mentions Aaron, what exactly is the is the message? So, first, a number of questions relating to that Chazal. Now, we move further to the another part of the parsha, which we'll come back to by the Shem everything afterwards. Hashem Moshe says to Hashem, Moshe I think the Balaturim says, right, this is one of the, the only Pasuk like it in the whole Torah. Moshe El Hashem right, Pinchas has so many different elements. I think Rav Salvechik once said about Parshas Bahaloscha, he loves it because you go from uh, section to section, there are so many different sections. I think Pinchas also rivals um, that Parsha. We have so many different sections. Moshe asking for a leader, and Benot Slavchad, and the Parshas Hamoadim relating to the Karbanas Musaf, and the story of Pinchas, so many different elements in the Parsha. So Moshe says to Hashem, we need another leader, because he knows he's not going to make it in, as we know from, from, from Parshas Chukas. Yavked Hashem, Elkei Aruchos L'Chalbasar, Hashem should appoint someone Ish al ha'edab, someone who could be a, a, a head of the congregation, v'lo tiyak adas Hashem, and the congregation of Hashem should not be like a sheep without a shepherd. And then Hashem answers, Karben Tamid. Rashi says, what is, the, the, what is the juxtaposition of these parshios? Before you command uh, me about my children, that I should give them a leader, tell my children to bring karbanos. And the question is, what does that mean? Tzrichem lahavin. What is that an appropriate question? Right, Moshe says they need a leader. What, what's wrong with that request? 
What's wrong with that? Moshe wants a leader. So why is Hashem upset about that? Also, how do you explain, command my children on me? Well, we have to do something for Hashem, command my children on so what exactly, how do we understand that conversation? So we have the questions on the first section of the first Rashi, and then we have the questions on the um, uh, conversation between Hashem and Moshe Rabbeinu. Says the Sarei Alafim, Shruyim Anu, Ka'es Mikdashenu. Right, we're now the week of Shavasa Batamuz, the beginning of the three weeks. We are now in the Chorban Avelas. V'srichim Anu Ladas Ma Mutal Lasos. What do we, what avoda do we have to focus on? That we're zochep to get the base of Mikdash back. The Efshar Lomar. One of the areas that we have to realize and focus on is the following. One of the great milas of Kla Yisrael is that we have amazing leaders. Throughout every generation, we have had amazing Torah leaders. And they are our leaders. We have Da'as Torah and Da'as Torah, whatever you believe in. And all of Torah is based on Emunas Chachamim. But we have to realize there's a danger in focusing on how how great our leaders are and how much they do for us. That's great, and we need that. But there's a, a danger that we have to realize that sometimes comes along with that. It could lead to a big problem. Since we focus and we see the greatness of our leaders... We think our leaders could achieve, our leaders can accomplish, but that's they're different from us. Our leaders, their mitzvahs, their Torah make a big impression in Shemayim and on everyone else around. But Torah and Avodah are Torah. What, what is it? What is it? Nachshav. Right, that's what we think. We see our leaders and that we, we hold ourselves lower than our leaders. But really, says the Sari Alafin, it's really the opposite. We know that the whole Hashivas of our leaders who rock Machmas HaKadusha it's based on the Kedusha, our leaders are a function of Klal Yisrael. Right, what is Moshe Rabbeinu? Here from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by the Egel, by Dabar Shem Moshe, Lech Rei Kishiches Amcha, your gedula is only for them. All the gedula of any manhig is only because of, of, of the am. And says the sorry alafim, venira shezeh atzmo. That was the problem by chayta egel. That was the root secret. Beautiful idea. When Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Sinai. Hashem was trying to show Klal Yisrael that they themselves are great. And they keep focusing on how great Moshe Rabbeinu is in a vacuum, and then they think that's him. But we're very different, and we can't do it. And we don't have our own connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem Yisrael is Yakar Eirech Nishmasam. 
But Israel should recognize the value of their of their of their unique status. Chashibus limut tarasam, koach tfilasam, avodasam, v'kiyem misvosam. The chashibus of every Jew learning Torah and tefillah and doing mitzvahs. But Hashem knew that it was hard for Bnei Yisrael to realize their self-worth when they are in the shadow of Moshe Rabbeinu. So Moshe Rabbeinu is there, all they can do is focus on him. How could you not? It's hard for them to see themselves. Right? They're like grasshoppers. They're so small compared to the godless of Moshe. So what happened when Moshe went up? Hashem allowed the Satan to show some type of vision. Moshe wasn't there so that they would look at themselves and realize we could do this. We have our own connection. To know that their own chashivus. The problem is lo amdu Yisrael ben They didn't. They didn't last in the nisayon. Instead of recognizing their own chashivus, chimso limso gablus They they went to find a different manhig. And they got the ego because they didn't recognize their own self-worth. They thought we can't do it without Moshe. Okay, and that's why when Akharish Baruch tells Moshe, Shikiyas Manu Lamus, Moshe Bina was nervous that they shouldn't follow earlier when a leader is gone. They're going to follow with a Zara again. So Bikish me Hashem is Rachiv Kod Ishwala Aido. He says Hashem, they need a leader. They should not be like a, a people without a leader. What does Hashem answer now on the next page? Hashem does not answer, I'll give you a leader. Hashem says, carbon tamid. What's carbon tamid? Carbon tamid means the daily avoda of every single Jew. The carbon sibur. The ultimate carbon sibur is the carbon tamid. No, that's not good. And therefore, of course, there's going to be leaders. But there has to be leaders in a way that that lift and uphold the people. The daily Mesiris Nefesh of the Tzibur. They'll realize the godless of their own Chashivus and their own and their own status. I think a number of years ago I mentioned the beautiful thought that Rabbi Jonathan Sachs has in one of his books, one of his svarim, that he mentions that the Egyptians, the Egyptians and the world, the whole world, earlier they believed in a certain type of leadership that's symbolized by what they built, the pyramids. There's a point on top and it goes down and gets bigger as it goes down. The king is on top and then under him are the nobles and under him are this and this and that until the bottom, most of the Hamon Am, they're on the bottom. And they're supporting the leaders, so to speak. We believe, he says... Fascinating symbol, the menorah. The menorah is an opposite shape. It's skinny on the bottom and gets fatter on top. What does that symbolize? Servant leadership. The leaders are on the bottom supporting the kahal. They're not above the kahal. They're supporting them, encouraging them. And that's what here the Sari Alafim is talking about. We need leaders. And B'nai Yisrael, we're, we're, we were confused because we saw Moshe Rabbeinu and we're like, oh, he's Moshe. 
And Hashem says, no, 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 it's the daily. It's the daily avodah of every Jew. And then he says, Vikshas Fasemes, the Fasemes quotes, why? Why Moshe and Aaron and all the other manhigim, why didn't they get involved by Zimri? Right? Why Dafka was it Pinchas? And the Fasemes answers, to show that even a Yehudi Pashut, someone who's not even a Kohen yet, he also has the koach to be Lo'otzer HaMagefa, Ulechaper, Albanay Yisrael. If it was one of the Manhigi Adar or Pinchas Kohen, Lohaya Nilma Kochosh, a Yehudi Pashut. So that's the conversation later on. And now we get back to So now we could say at the beginning of the parasha, they weren't trying to be mevazahim in a disgraceful way. What ra- Rather, Adarabah, they were shocked from his gvura. And see what this Ben Puti did. This, this, this Jew who, whose grandfather right, worshipped Avodazara. And he did not withhold himself. And he went and killed the Shevet Nasim. He spoke to the Chapra of Yisrael. We are Yehudim Pshutim. Manena Basrei. We have to learn from him. Behinei. Yes. Avshlo Kivnu Levazoso. Even though they didn't have Kavana to be Mavazahim. But they said, Ben Puti. It was Prisus Kavit. Shal Pinchas. So that's what the Torah says. Achar Aaron. To cover up the Kavit. But that's what... Uh, we have to recognize, um, even though they didn't mean to, to do that to him, but still it was, um, the Torah had to um, cover it up. And that's what we have to do in this time period. This time period of the year, uh, always, but especially the time of the year when we're trying, when we're davening for Nichsa, for Bias Mashiach Malkinu Manigenu, and we're davening for Binyan Beis Amigdash, we have to recognize the power of each of us, the power of the value of the koach of every Jew. Of course, our leaders are amazing, but we have to recognize how great we are, how much potential we have, and in that way, do what we can to um, to accomplish everything we can accomplish. Okay, moving right along. So we have Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron, Elochilisius ben Yisrael, brisi shalom. So I give him brisi shalom. Says the um, says the Medrash, Bidin Sheyitol Scharo. It's appropriate that Pinchas gets his schar. He should get Brisi Shalom, right? He, he, he should get he should get schar for for what he did. That's the Medrash. Bidin Sheyitol Scharo, right? He was Moser Nefesh. Asked the Likute Yoshua, Abshur Scheinfeld says the Likute Yoshua from Lublin, and then America. Don't we know? Chazal tell us that there's no schar in this world. So what does it mean? Why does Pinchas get his schar here? Right? He's, we're not supposed to get a schar in, in Olam Hazet. And you learn that from Asher Anochi Mitzavcha Hayom. Hayom la'asosam umachar l'kabel scharam. So what is it? So says the Likud Yoshua. We have to go into the root issue of why is it? So why is it? Why does not Kadosh Baruch give us in this world? After all, isn't it against Mefurish Pasuk and Chumash? We're supposed to get schar on the day we do the work, right? So, so Malchusa de Rakia came Malchusa de Ara. So there are Chazal that Kadosh Baruch keeps the Torah. Makai Masvu Kala Torah. Kimavuba Makomas Rabin. Valama Lo Yedinenu Kedin Schir Yom Hamakabel Schar LaAlter. Right, so why is it that uh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't give us the schar on the day of? 
So there are many answers given. Just parenthetically, the answer that I love is that well, there's a difference between a day worker and a project worker. If somebody is a day worker, they have to get paid per day. But if somebody has to do a project, then they don't, they're not going to get paid until after they finish the project. So we all have a project. We all have a project that we're doing, and we have 120 years to do it. And um, that's, 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 <coughs> that's what we're uh, focusing on. That's why it's not a violation, because we're project workers. We're not day workers. Okay, one answer. But let's see what he says. Really, it's for our good that there's no schar for in all the Why? We all are racking up mitzvahs and averos. Zechuyos and chovos. And when the yomadin comes and we figure out our zechuyos and chovos, or every day at the end of the day, according to Yabiosi, how are we going to, how are we going to win? We have to have our schuyos more than our chovos. But you know what the problem is? If we get schar for a schus, for a mitzvah, then that mitzvah is not, is no longer with us. We already got paid for that mitzvah. So, you know, it's not outstanding anymore. It's not outstanding anymore, so that schar is going to be kind of erased. Oh, he got the reward for that one already, so it's no longer here. The chas v'shalom lo yisharu biyado dai zechuyos lachri es kof moznayim. And chas v'shalom, there won't be any zechuyos. So Hashem doesn't want to take away on any of our zechuyos. That's why he doesn't give any schar for olam azeh. And that's why v'cheshbon zeh nachon. And that's that's why they're left, and that applies generally to everybody, because we're nervous. Because la'asalavo, we want our zechuyos. But mashe'en kein pinchas when it comes. Says the Likud Yeshua to Pinchas. Shalav no Maraz, uh, various Chazal say that Parchanish Maso, and somehow Pinchas was continued in Eliyahu Anavi. And Eliyahu Anavi is Kamalach Elokim Naki Vizach Vikolchet Vavon. And Eliyahu Anavi is never dies, and he's there forever. So it's not Shayach to say, oh, Zechuyos, Chovos, Eliyahu never dies, he went up in a chariot of fire. Velo Shayach Achsha Hashem, a year book Chovos of Al Zechuyos. There's no regular weights uh, and scales when it comes to Eliyahu Navi, who is Pinchas, and therefore Pinchas at this time should take his schar. Bedin So that whole chash of keeping the zechuyos doesn't apply to Pinchas, and therefore it's only appropriate that you go back to the Iker Adin biyomo based on the sphere yo. Very creative shot of the Likute Yehoshua. Good. Moving right along, we have the following thought. As we get into one, the next, again, a number of thoughts on the Pinchas story. And it should be for him, this bris. What's Baha'i What should it be? Brisi Zos, Rashi says. It should be for him a bris. And since he acted with zealousness to his God, and he brought kapara for, for Kla Yisrael. So what does it mean, Leilokav? Rashi says, for his God, for his God, on behalf of his God. The question that the Mishkan B'Tzalel here asks, or B'Tzalel 
Radinsky from Muncie. Um, why does it say Lelo Kav, not Lelo Kenu? Right? What's the emphasis of his God that the Elohim is connected to to uh, to Pinchas? Right? It's everybody. Everybody is uh, has the connection to Agadish Baruch So what's what's the message? Reisi Makshim, Madua Hatorakan Mishtameshes Balashin Elokav. Lachora Yoser Hayaroy Lechto Bistama Tadash Kini Lelokim. Ola Shem Lelokim. Umaza Yichud Kan Shatora Miyaches Hakadosh Baruch Hu Lo Hashem. The Torah is as Miyaches Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Balashon leilokaf. The chashvani b'derech efshar. He says maybe the following. Shakraivenu misefer tamvadas lo orer. Shaharbe miyisrael yadu veivinu mashevin pinchas to ma'isa zimri. Ubaisa mituaf. Right, many quotes from the tamvadas. Rav Sternbach he says everybody saw what was going on. This disgusting act in public, this this abominable act. Ukedai v'roi limchos aleihem, and everybody should have stood up. But only Pinchas stood up. So how, what motivated him more than anybody else? Everybody else saw what was going on, but he was the only one that got up and did something. So he says maybe it's based on the answer to a famous question that we ask in Yanni Hanukkah. We had a whole shir about this in the past, but it's the question of the Tvo Oshar. The Tvo Oshar, Eich B'Chanukah. The halach is, and the Ramah quotes it in Shulchan Aruch, that if somebody forgets Al-Hanisim in benching on Hanukkah, so when you get to the Harachamans at the end, so you can add in Harachaman, Yasalan, Nisim, etc., Kashar, Asisal, Avoseinu, and say Al-Hanisim there. But if you look at the Lashon, Harachaman, Huyase, there's a Bakasha there for Nisim. And the Torah's short question is, are we allowed to daven for Nisim? Are we mevakesh almaisa nisim? Remember the Gemara at the end of Masechah's brachas, right? By Leah, only Leah gets to daven to switch the uh, the, uh, the embryo from uh, from male to female. But yeah, we we don't we don't daven for nisim. Right? So many answers given to that question: How by Hanukkah could we daven for nisim? Is there a difference between a nice galu and a nice uh, nistar? So he says maybe one of the answers could help us in our issue. And we can ask her another question. Why is it by Chanukah? Unlike any other mitzvah, mitzvah Rabbanan, for sure, there are so many levels of the mitzvah. Right? Ikra mitzvah, mahadrin, mahadrin, and mahadrin. What? Just tell us to do the mitzvah. Right? There's a mitzvah Rabbanan to shake a lulav every day after the first day. Just shake the lulav. There's a mitzvah derabbanan of reading the Megillah. You read it twice, once, but but there's no levels of mitzvah and hidur mitzvah. V'chein tiknu b'meneach shad. V'gam kein tiknu shaharoi yishtatei b'mitzvah. And even the one who sees it is b'mishtatei b'mitzvah. So what exactly is the is the uh, uh, message of so many different levels of the mitzvah of Hanukkah? So he quotes a thought. From one of the Satmar Rebbes. Shechilik Gado Yesh Be Neis Chanukah Lashar Hanisa. Neis Chanukah is a different type of Neis than other miracles. Why? What was the purpose of the Neis of Chanukah? Similar to what the Pnei Yeshua says, as we'll see by the Shem in a minute. Ki Acharei Nitzachon Amalchama. Kasher Holchul Beis Hamikdash. They won the war. They went to the Beis Hamikdash. Be Mechanek to the Beis Hamikdash. Be Emes Hayichom Alik with Shem and Tamei. Kikush Yisab Pnei Yeshua. They could have lived with Shem and Tamei, like Tuma Hutcha B'Tzibur. What was the purpose of the nays that Hashem allowed them to find the nays with the with the stamp of the Kohen Gadol? They were able to do the mitzvah bihidura. That's that's what they were able to do. Right? They wore the miracle. Okay, there was a separate miracle of Rabbi Namiatim 
Um, but but the miracle of the Nes Pach Hashem, and what was the purpose of that? To allow them to do the Mitzvah Behidr. If you would have asked everybody in that generation and showed them the uh, the miracle of the Nes Pach Shemen, how many people, who would have been excited about that Nes? Okay, the war, obviously their lives were saved. But what about the Nes Pach Hashemen? Well, it depends who you asked. Depends who you asked. Somebody who's into mitzvahs, who's into ruchnias, margish simcha gedola. Unbelievable! Look at the mitzvah. We get to do this mitzvah with tara. And somebody who's not as excited about mitzvahs, well, you could have lit it anyway with tummy oil. What's the big deal? Why do we need that nase for? Well, if you read us how much regos kain gam kain gam kain teirid asimcha shalanes, and therefore because the nase. Would, was dependent on different levels of excitement of mitzvahs, so to the takana for the nace. You know, depending on how excited you are about the mitzvahs. If you want, you can do one candle. Or mahajr. Mahaj, if you're really excited, that's parallel. The takana was parallel to the uh, reactions of the nace itself. Hakol madrega sa'adam sho'ef hergish shone mehanes. And if that's true, then we can answer the two ashars kasha also. Right? How could you ask for a nace? When could you not ask for a nace? When you're just asking to be saved in a, in a physically nace l'tzorach gashmias. Ava l'tzorach ruchnias. of ruchnias. To do a mitzvah, you can ask. You can be a mavakish. To do a mitzvah. The whole thing is ruchnias. The whole thing has to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Fine. Kemochein, based on this, says the Mishkan Betzalah, maybe it connects to what we said. Right, everybody saw what Zimri was doing. Zimri and Kazmi, they all knew it was terrible. Yadu shetoz gedola nas is achshavadin nasi sheva Yisrael. But how much did it affect them? Sometimes people, it affected, oh, that's terrible. Oh, I, I wish something could be done. But some people, it affected them so deeply that they had to get up and do something. Hakol toli bedargas haroek, kamaze ishpialav, lakuba lelech velasos, only Pinchas felt it the deepest. The deepest feeling of Chilu Hashem was felt by Pinchas. Shara oso davar shara aeda. Avamitok kirvaso lelokim lo yachol lisbol. Amad velachim. He got up and he fought. That's what the Torah calls it lelokav. His God, because he felt it. He was the one that felt the pain of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The kesher haprati shahayelo im Hakadosh Baruch Hu garam lo vayachaper al bnei Yisrael. The message for us, obviously, is we have to allow. Ruchnius to, to, to affect us so deeply. And we have to say, if we would have been alive in the days of Hanukkah, what would have been our reaction? Would we have been, okay, it's fine, I know you know, I know what the halacha is, and it would have been fine. Or would we, would we have been as excited as, wow, Hashem did a nace so we could do the mitzvah of Look how much Hashem loves us. Remember the Pnei Yeshua in Shabbos, he's the one that asked the question, why do you even need the nace? Because it shows the chavivos, it shows HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love for us. We realize that, and that's worth everything. And that's what Pinchas felt. Pinchas was the only one. We have to allow mitzvos and allow Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem. We have to allow them to touch our heart and in that way be able to act for HaKadosh Baruch Okay. Another small thought from the Arugas HaBosem is quoted here in, um, in the Sefer Tova Pnimim. Amazing, just a little thought, but it's something to take with us. Again, a number of the thoughts tonight are really uh, fascinating. And this is also about leadership. Also about leadership, it's very usable in terms of 
somebody has any um, simcha again to uh, to talk about. But anyway, what does Moshe Rabbeinu ask? Yafkin Hashem alaki eruchos lachal basar. Hashem, please. It's another drush, but it's amazing. Hashem should appoint someone in Ish al Hoida, a man over the congregation. Asher yetsi lefnehem, vasher yavo lefnehem. That will go in front of them. I'll go out, go in. Says Venire lefarish v'siyata deshvaya. Says the Arugas Abosem. Based on the pasuk in Malachim, in Malachim base, he ne nayadati ki ish elokim kadoshu over aleinu tamid. Right, remember the pasuk that it's an ish elokim. Alisha is an ish elokim, and the Gemara brachas daf yud zayin. How they know? Mina, how they know they were ish elokim? And the Gemara quotes, you know, um, some answers. There was no zvuv. There was no carry. Vraisi b'sefer ach pritvua. He quotes a sefer. I'm not sure who that is. Shikas of davar nachon. Shekal davar shevikdusha oser roshim belev. Dvarm Shebekdusha have to leave a Roshem. Connects to what we were just talking about. A Dvarm Shebekdusha has to have an effect. When we have an experience, when we have a Shabbos, when we have a Yantif, when we have a Mitzvah, it should affect us. We should be changed by the, by the event. Any Dvarm Shebekdusha should make a Roshem in our lave. Kemochein, so to him, Adam Roet Suras Tzadik. If we come in contact with a leader, with a tzaddik, so it should affect us, and we should take that memory with us. Like Yaakov Avinu was in Yosef's mind. And by the experience of meeting that great person, we will continuously, even after we leave their presence, we would follow in their ways. And that's what this, uh, the woman says, Hineyadati, I know, ki ish elokim kadoshu. How? The Pasuk explains. The Pasuk explains the Arshrush. Over Aleinu Tamid. Again, the Pasuk Shad is this ish kadosh that always comes uh, by us. But no, Adarach over Aleinu Tamid, even when he's not here, I feel him. I feel his presence. Mikiban shetsuraso he tamid leneged einenu. Because this is what this is what I, I, I feel whenever I, I, I connect to him um, throughout, even when he's not here, I feel connected to him. That's Alderat Drush, um, said by the Sefer Achprit So says the Arukas Habosem now. Says maybe that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is alluding to us. Make give them a leader. What kind of leader? One that's always going to be with them. Not Pashup Shat, that will go out with them, go in with them. One that will be with them even when he's not there with them. He'll never, his presence will never leave them. Never leaves them. He'll never leave them. And again, one could use this idea, this person, this couple, they're people that once you meet them, it's Osa Roshem, right? A person is never the same person after they meet so-and-so, this leader, this father, this mother. So again, that's an amazing thought. What's a true leader? A leader that leaves a Roshem on the congregation even after when he's not there. Asher Yetzi Lifnehem, Va'asher Yavo Lifnehem. Okay. Yoshua bin Nun. Yeshua bin Nun, as we continue, so Moshe asks for a leader, and Moshe Rabbeinu, as we know, Chazal, you know, kind of thought that maybe it'll be my kids, maybe it'll be my kids. V'yomar Hashem Moshe, kachlachas Yeshua bin Nun ish asher ruach bo. Right, take Yeshua bin Nun, someone who has a ruach bo. V'samachta 
Es yadacha alav. And you shall put your hands on him. What made Yeshua ben Nun special? What made him special? Ish asher ruach bo. That is the washon of the uh, of the pasuk. Right. Chayish will have its notes in Maimer Pevav. Right. He was chosen. Source number six. Lios manhigam shal Yisrael b'mkomo shal Moshe Rabbeinu. He has had to step into big shoes. Big shoes. Maybe there were people who were greater than Yoshua. Right? Yoshua is counted fifth on the Miraglam list. Even Kalev is before him. Right? And the Rabban says that they're counted in Seid Lafim Ma'alasam. So why wasn't Yosh- why was Kalev chosen and not Yoshua? Why was Kalev chosen? And he quotes from the Balaturim. Rasheb and Yisrael Hema, they were all Sarech Hamishim. Right? So... The, po- the Torah says, Ish asher ruach bo. What is Ish asher ruach bo? Ukinir'eh. Shebemalam yuchedezu haya Yoshua hagadol shebeklal Yisrael. In this milo, Yoshua was somehow greater regarding Ish asher ruach bo. Umishemalazu zacha lehibacher lemanig Yisrael. And because of this milo, he was chosen. He was chosen. So what is it, Ish asher ruach bo? Says the Svarno. It's one line in the Svarno as the Svarno is often very cryptic. And Rav Chaim Shulev is expanding on the on the Svarno. Says the Svarno, Ish Asher Ruach Bo, Muchan Lekabel Or Pnei Melechayim, someone who is ready to accept the light of the living God. Muchan Lekabel Or Pnei Melechayim, Keinian, as it says, Ubeleiv Kol Chacham Leiv Nasati Chachma, a heart that's open to be Mekabel. What is what is that exactly? Does that mean? Says Reb Chaim Shmulevitz in the Sichas Musar. Midivri Asfarno Nisgalalonu Soda Davar. Mai Malazu Shal Chacham Leiv. Shetzorach Sheyikna Osa Adam Ba'atzmo Kodem. She can learn Kadosh Baruch Hu Chachma before Kadosh Baruch Hu gives them Chachma. Right? He has to have this ruach. Muchan Lekabel Or Pnei Melachayim. What is it? Says Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. A thought that we all know, but he puts it into here. Someone who doesn't stop. Wanting to grow. Someone who never is satiated in the world of Ruchnius, in the world of growth. Ratzalomar, line 7. Misha'eno mistapik v'mashayeshlo. Ela kal kulo mevakish v'shoef. Lis alos yosef yoser. Climbing higher and higher. V'zeo chacham leib asher zocha shitin Hashem chachma belivo. Hashem will send him, send him, um, Special Chachma, Zoe's a Milo Gadola Shal Yoshua. The great level of Yeshua, he had a Bakashas Chachma, like all the stories about the Mavakish, right? Ain Loha Yeshua, there was no limit. There was no limit. We mentioned in the past the thought of Chayesh Bolevitz. Yeshua Benun is called a Na'ar. He's called a Na'ar even though he was 58 years old, right? He was lived to 110 and 14 years in the desert, 96. He was 56 and then 40 years. He was, he was called a Nar at the, at the, uh, in Parshas Kisisa. He was 56 years old. That's Nar? Yeah, because a Nar means always Talmud Chacham, always looking ahead, always wanting to grow more. And that's what we find. Yeshua ben Nun stayed at the foot of the mountain. Why? 40 days, 40 nights. Moshe said, at least I'm 40 days. So at least come back on day 39. You got to stay there every second. What if Moshe comes? I don't want to miss a second. I don't want to miss a moment with Moshe Rabbeinu. He stayed at the foot of the mountain. Right? 
Kadeshem Miyad Imre, this Moshe Rabba Menor, the second that Moshe comes down, Yuchalasham Shovalumo Vivanu, and he can learn from him. Yeshua left his family, left Kla Yisrael, and waited. Hakol Kadeshem Lashamish is Moshe Kama Regaim Nosafim. Just a few extra moments. How long would it have taken? And when he, even when he, he could have had a lookout, and when he sees Moshe starting to come down, he could have run. He could have run. No. That's, that's what it means. And he continues now. We have to open up ourselves, and then Hashem would fill it up. This is our avoda. Hashem gives us, but we have to make ourselves a base kibble to get. Working on our midos, working on, my, on myself to make myself humble, to make myself not a person who gets angry. And we have to do everything that we can. And he says, Right, like we learned in the, by the Nase Shemen, by Elisha. Elisha says, bring the Kalim, bring the Kalim. And we have to fill up all the Kalim. And they, they, it kept pouring, it kept pouring, it kept pouring until there was no more Kli. And once there was no more Kli, there's no more Shemen that can be poured in Sefer Malachim, Be'ez Perak Dalet. Only where the nace, uh, only a nace can only occur where a, where a person is mechen. So do He has to prepare his base kibble for the chachma that um, will be granted to him um, after that. So that's Yehoshua, the mavakesh, always yearning, always, always searching. Okay. Moshe Rabbeinu again asks towards the end of the parsha for a leader, and Chazal tell us that he kind of like had in the back of his mind that maybe his sons could take it. His sons could take it, right? Pasuk Tezayin Yafkeda Yifkod Hashem Yifkod Hashem Alokei Aruchos L'Chol Basar Kima Chashama Moshe Shamalam Makom Tenach L'Slafkel Benosav. Rashi says right after. Right, Hashem heard the whole story of Benot Slavchad. They should get their Yerusha. Amar, he says, hey, if Benot Slavchad got their Yerusha, so it's time for me to be Toveya and ask for my needs. That my children should yarsh in my Gdula. Hashem says, sorry. No, that's not my thoughts. So your Talmud's going to get it, but not your children. Kedayu Yoshua litos char shimusha. Yoshua is the one. Shlom mash mitocha oel, as we just explained. Zeosh Amr Shlomo notzer teena yochal pirya. We discussed a few weeks ago the um, intense thought of Rav Salvechik about the akeda of Moshe Rabbeinu that he gave his children. Uh, but it comes from here, right? He thought, even though I'm not going in, maybe my children could do it, and Yoshua got it. And the question is, asks the Drash David, what was Moshe Rabbeinu thinking? Right? What was he thinking? First of all. What is the connection between Benos Slavchad getting their Yerusha Sakarka in Eretz Yisrael from their father? What did that have to do with Yarshining the position of the leader of Klai Yisrael? Right? Well, what's the what's the what's the uh, Hemshech? Right? Well, what's the Moshe Rabbeinu said? Hey, if Benos Slavchad got what they got, so I want to get mine. Right? What does that mean? What is the uh, what's the connection between Karka and and a position? And also, what was Moshe thinking? 
Right? Did Moshe not realize who Yoshua ben Nun was? Did Moshe not realize, you know, the uh, the fact that he was so he was so rawy to get the uh, to be the one to uh, to step into the shoes? Right? Who shared um, so what exactly uh, was he? What exactly was he was he thinking? So says the Drash David. Says the Drash David again. What's the connection? And he knew his sons weren't as worthy. And that's the question. Last paragraph. What exactly was was Moshe thinking? And besides, remember Moshe Rabbeinu and Parsha Shmos? Right? How much he didn't want leadership? He didn't want it. So now he's he's pushing his children into leadership. You know, why doesn't he have the same hesitancy uh, when he comes to when he comes to uh, his his children? To read his words, Levadzos, Halo Moshe Rabbeinu Asma, Lo Avalitos Olan Hagashel, Am Yisrael. Who am I? Right, Shlachna biatishlach. He was so hesitant. He even says, What does he want his kids to be in this position? So he says, maybe let's go back to the Gemara in Sanhedrin on Davches, which Rashi also quotes Allah Torah part of it. So what did what was Moshe thinking? So Moshe says. Moshe Amar Yoshua in Dvarim, Ki Tavo, at the end of the Torah, line 20, Ki Tavo El Aretz. You will come and take, go with the people into Eretz Yisrael. What does that mean, Tavo? So Chazal tell us, Mashbesh Yeshua Yavo Im Aham Ka'achan Mehem. Tavo means go in with. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, Ki Tavi Es Yisrael. Right, it's Tavi, because he'll be the leader. Moshe thought that there was going to be a team leadership. Yeshua with the Zakanim. That's why he says Tavo. No. One leader. What does that mean? Nimsa says the Drash David on the top of the next page. Lamaisa Yeshua was the leader. Panasayachid. Moshe thought that Yeshua would not be a singular leader. He thought that, you know, there was one door. Obviously, he was out of Mikalada. But he knew that there was a certain type of Hanhaga that he was Zochet to that nobody else would ever be Zochet to. He had to give the Torah. He had to bring it down. So maybe he thought that after him, there would be team. There was nobody in his league um, and or in the, gener- the, the league of that generation. Maybe he didn't... Uh, you know, connected to himself, he connected to the generation. So he thought there were going to be a, there would be a team that would because there's no one person that would follow that would be in the footsteps of Moshe exactly. So he thought Yeshua would do it with the Zakanim. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu felt otherwise. Yes, Yeshua is not exactly you. He's the Lavana, and you're the Chama. 
but he's still going to be the singular leader. But now, let's go under that conversation. Says the Drash Davis, and now let's think about why Moshe said to his kids, Moshe knew that Kavanis Moshe, he knew he was doing something for the outfit, not for his own personal, but for the Am. And He needed somebody who would be like him, but he knew not everyone is like him. If there was one person like him, then choose that one person. Ulam, he knew that there was no one person exactly like him. Again, because of self-awareness, not because of Gaiva. Moshe, as we know, Anam Mikal Adam. But Bakashin Osefes Haisalo. If there was nobody exactly like him, and it was going to have to be a team, so his, his kids could be part of the team. Since the children have something from Moshe, he has, they have the DNA of Moshe Rabbeinu, so maybe they're Krovim Yoser, Lamailas Hanagash of Moshe Rabbeinu. And they'll follow. They'll follow him. And where does he get that from? He gets us from B'noslavchad. B'noslavchad, they are a second level also. Right? Because we know, what's the first level? The first level is a son. That's the first level of Yerusha. If there are no sons, then the daughters come. Kishem Shabbat, any Yereshes, Aviyah, B'makam She'ish Ben. V'yafal Pikin, Yereshes, Oso, B'makam She'ein Ben. Kach Gaman, Hagasam. Im Yitzim, Manig, Ashavim, Malasa, L'Moshe Rabbeinu. V'adish, Lo Yershu, Banov. Right, Vada. If he finds somebody like a if son, if there's no sons, then you go to the next level. So Moshe thought you're going to the next level, just like Benoslavchad got it. So too, my my children could get it. My children could get it. Kadosh Baruch Hu tells him, Yeshua is not like you, but he's he's the best, and he's the one that's going to follow you, and he's the son. He's the son. He's Kedai. He's Kedai to to follow your lead. Right, he was anamikalada, but he felt that you know this isn't going to be one leader. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want. He didn't want to be the one by the snap. But when it's a group, you know, the group needs needs a leadership, and that's what Kadosh Baruch Hu tells him: Kedayhu sheishamish Yisrael. He's the one. There's no manik like you, but still, he is right to be mishares klal Yisrael because he was the one that was mishares you. He was misbatel to you. He was collate everything from you. And in that way, he was one that we want to uh, have as the as the leader. One final thought for this week, um, and that is relating to Moshe and Yoshua again, the hands. Related to the hands. Also a very important thought. So Hashem says, put your hand on him. V'samachta es yadcha alav. Chazal pick up on the fact, put your hand, one hand on him. And what does Moshe do? V'yismoch es yadav alav. He puts his hands. Ba'ayin Yafer Rashi quotes Yosef Yosef Mashin and Stav. Hashem says Yadcha, and Moshe puts his both his hands. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Amar Lo Vesmachlas Yadcha, but who also b'shtei Yadav. Va'asao kikli maleva gadush umilao chachmaso ba'ayin Yafer. What exactly is the message of one hand versus two hands? Why did Moshe do two hands? What's the message in that? Ubipshuto says Rav Sternbach. Ubipshuto hakavana. But right, if you give one hand, then you're only giving a little bit. A little bit. Then you're giving some of the Chachma. Moshe wanted to give as much as he could. And then, 
Fine. Via Marti, so he says, maybe it's based on the Gra. Maybe it's based on the Gra. Yadua B'Shem Rabbeinu Agad Al-Gra, it's known, different in Hagen, but the Gra was makbin ma'od shlo levarach b'rech haskwanim ishes re'eu b'smicha shteyadayim. The Gra was makbin that a father, um, a parent who's giving a, a bracha to a child, uses one hand, not two hands. Other posts can say two hands, um, but the Gra says one hand. Why? Shinira b'zesh kenozi eskapa, because you don't want it to look like b'rech haskwanim, if you're not a Kohen, and you're not on the Duchen. But what do you see? The Ikert Surah of Birchas Kwanim is two hands. The Rambam says, Any Kohen, even Amaharetz, any Kohen does the Siyas Kapayim. Why? Why? Do I really want a bracha from this person? What's the real answer? Because this coin is not giving me a bracha. He's just the conduit. He's just the conduit. She'ein kibal abracha toli b'koanim elav ha'kadosh baruch hu. She'hu barachim of avarach ha'zizu ha'kachatso. Hashem is the one that's giving the bracha through the kohanim. Through the kohanim. And two hands symbolize that the bracha is really coming from him and not from me. Umavur mizeh kiskulasam yuchedesh al-berchas ha'konim. B'yosef berchas ha'kadosh baruch hu. V'yalyada, through the putting of the hands, comes the bracha of Hashem. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu was putting his two hands on Yoshua. He was saying, it's not from me. It's really from Hashem. Hashem is the one that gives ultimate das. Moshe was zochah to that level. He sees himself only as a shlucha drachmana. He sees himself as a shlich of a kaddish baruch to be mashpia the bracha to his talmidim. That's why he gives two. So one might say, according to this, a parent could give uh, two hands because it's really it's not berachas kohanim, right? He's not having the fingers, he's not having his hands together, uh, and he's not on a duchen and he doesn't have kavana. But he wants to symbolize from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. One could have one hand on top, one hand on the side. That's also uh, maybe a pshara type of idea. Again, Machlokas, one should follow their family tradition uh, in this regard. Both have um, strong roots in the uh, in the Mepharshim. But either way, the message is that the ultimate, the ultimate Mavarech is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We always look for schoolers and we want a bracha from this tzaddik and from that tzaddik and from this tzaddikah and this rab, 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 rab and, and uh, Rabbanit. We look for brachas. The ultimate bracha is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? We have brachas koanim, with Zoh, one is Zohar to live in Eretz Yisrael, you go to Berchaz Kohanim, you're giving a bracha from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Or even uh, in Chutz Laaretz, right? Ken Yehi Ratzon, we hear in, um, in Chazor HaShatz, right? It's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's the ultimate Mavarech. And we daven, and we daven that all the bracha is showered upon Kla Yisrael through the Kohanim and through all of his servants. Okay, we will stop here. Uh, Pasha's Pinchas, and Hashem, another week or two, we will get back to all of Klai Yisrael leading the same Parsha. Meanwhile, we're still, Eretz Yisrael will stay one week ahead. Okay, we will stop here.